one more little test hey, since we got up yeah, and sat down. Break it up, break, break it up. And we have begun recording. It's official. Bam, 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 bam. What do you have to say for yourself? Scoot. Um. That happened. Uh, that happened. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to that happened. Welcome to that happened. Well done. Thank you. You're killing it. Thank you. We've been singing like a G6 to pump ourselves up for the podcast. Getting slizzard. Yeah. <laughs> Classic in the Shakespearean modern tones. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, would she put putting scissor in my rye? Is that the lyrics? I really don't know what the lyrics are. I just say what I think it's saying. You said that. And I was like, that's stupid. There's no way that's the lyrics. You're making. And then I was no. like, no, there's a way. I had to retract my thoughts. Yeah, oh, I don't know what they're saying. I just like what they say. So I just make up my own lyrics. I like it. It sounds close enough to me. You and the kiddo both. Yeah. I'm here for it. Well, now you know, listeners, that we do little pump-up parties before the podcast. Because we are here to have fun, and we hope you are too. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm having a hard time thinking of things to say today. No worries. Already, I'll try I, to feed you better stuff. Man, I had so much to say. And then you're like, we're recording. And then all went right out of my head. <laughs> I like have when nothing you, to say. When you pass through a threshold, your brain does a short-term memory wipe every time. Which really? is why a lot of times you walk into a room and you're like, what was I doing? It's that you pass through a threshold and your brain's like, new event, new time, short-term memory wipe. It's just something. Wow. Yeah. So you're getting the same thing, but like recording started and your brain's just like just slough off all that information yeah <laughs> we don't, it's not we long term we don't need it we're doing the does it bring you joy hold it close throw it out i figured it was like the when someone asks you what you want for christmas and all year you've had a bunch of stuff you want and then you're like i le- i need literally nothing that's probably a better metaphor for this exact situation yeah because you're like what do you want to say but i don't have a uh, uh, I haven't learned why the brain does that. I've only learned the threshold thing. Oh, yeah. It feels similar. It does, yeah. But now I want to go look that up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe. Another Scoop podcast coming at you. No, just get in. <laughs> no, you've already got your next one. Can't surprise me. No, this podcast is now mine. And we're going to talk about why you can't remember your Christmas presents now. Um, well, I remember them because I write them down. Okay, but if you didn't write them down. I just, uh, that was a bald face lie. <laughs> <laughs> I write them down. I, you write them down better than I do, and I write everything down. So now I'm just talking shit. <laughs> I got a list for everybody except myself. Touche. All my stuff in my list is like three years old. Like, I made a joke that I keep asking for flashlights. <laughs> and I have so many flashlights now. <laughs> BF Cool Ones. I do have cool ones. That's the first thing I thought of when I was like, what am I going to get for Christmas? I was like, flashlights? And it's like, no, no, I have like 30 flashlights. I don't need any more. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, a knife? And I'm like, I have tons of knives. And I literally never use them. I'm feeling like I'm finally getting to a point in our relationship where I actively don't want you to tell me <laughs> what you want. I'm like, just let me decide for you. I'm yeah. not quite there, but I'm approaching. Um, I feel very confident in the gifts I've been getting you lately. But, you know, if you don't like it, too bad. Yeah, just return it. 
just so. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm no Rachel. All right, let's do our official intro. Okay. Hello and welcome to That Happened, where I tell Scoot strange history that, that happened. happened. It's, we're killing it. There's like a conductor in here syncing us up. What does that mean? Like for an orchestra? What's, uh, what did you say? Someone's up here waving their hands like a conductor of an oh, orchestra. I heard conducting. Oh, fair I guess that makes enough. sense too, but yeah. Anyways. Um, um, and then what are you drinking today? We're both drinking some uh, eggnog cocktails. Yeah. We had apple whiskey. And, like, a really good brand of eggnog. Yeah. So I was like, I will try it. I would obviously prefer, like, a more, like, vanilla or cinnamon or... Yeah, I agree. It's kind of watery compared to the pre-mixed eggnog we were drinking yesterday, but it's still pretty good. Well, eggnog could stand to be a little waterier. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I want to drink my holiday drinks like pudding. I like my eggnogs. Thick AF. Yeah. What's throwing me is the apple flavor. I think it's real. That's probably what it is. It's like apples on pumpkin pie. You're kind of like, mm, mm. It's not as heavy as it was yesterday because this apple in it. And so I keep thinking, it's watery. It's probably not. It's just brighter. Yeah. And I'm like, this thing's really water. It's super (laughs) runny. I don't like it. Wait. No, it's pretty good. If you don't like it, I'll drink yours. No, I'm going to drink it. Okay. I just um, like the other stuff. I do recommend putting nutmeg on the top. I know a lot of people online are putting cinnamon on their eggnog drinks for Christmas, but nutmeg is just like much earthier and it is. interesting. It's so good. Yeah. And cinnamon is kind of in everything. So nutmeg... N- Am I saying that right? <laughs> I've said it too many times. Yeah. So nutmeg is like a yeah. special flavor. Uh, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> so let's do our cheers. Our cheers for the first time. Bum, 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 bum. Episode bam, bam. five. I have researched the correct cheers. Oh, we got our cheers. For today's researched. story. Prepared. I am so happy. It's not officially in the traditional every week script, but it's in this script. So that's a good start. My vape just died. Wait, we got to talk about the cheers. I know. So the I cheers just... is Russian. Do you know what it is? No. I th- I was like, surely I know Russian. And I was thinking through it. And I was like, is it skull? Is it... Huzzah! Huzzah. <laughs> and um, it's none of those. What is it? Um, So I had to put it into terms that I made sense. So I don't know the phonetic spelling. And obviously not the real spelling. Because that's the Russian alphabet. That's all R- I could find. There's letters. There's numbers in there. Anyways, go ahead. And the Russian alphabet? Yeah. There's Cyrillic? Like, there's like numbers and shit in it. Yeah, everything's different. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think... Do they put their numbers in it? Or are they borrowing our numbers for this? Or they're using the same as our numbers for their Cyrillic? I don't know what Cyrillic means. It's, so. the, it's the Russian alphabet. Oh, I just know there's like a 
backwards four in there or something like that. I don't know. Okay. It's just you see it and you're like, mm, that's a four. I I'm don't like, know. that's a number in mm. the middle of your word. I don't mm. understand. Seems like you don't know language, Russia. Yeah, come on. This is a good start for our, po- <laughs> our podcast episode. Um, anyway, Russian Cheers is Nastarovye. 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 Oh my gosh, that's really. Nastarovye. Like Nazda? Nazda? Nastarovye. Nastarovye. Yay. That's what like, I'm saying. <laughs> Nastarovye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try it together. Okay. Nastarovye. <laughs> the only way to say it now. Apologize to all um, Russian listeners. But we do have one European listener. Yeah. Can't believe it. Five episodes in. Let's go. From Belgium? Yeah. I think it's right. So they probably know better than us. Hey, we I, see you. Purely by not being American. <laughs> we thought the first episode it was a mistake that we had a Belgian listener. Yeah. Yep. And then we thought. I'm still well, not convinced it's not a friend on a special v- uh, IP. Yeah, like a, a VPN or something. Yeah. Who knows? But they listen to everything, so we're yeah. here for it. Hey, we, we're we grateful, and yeah. we hope you continue to enjoy it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so um, you know kind of what today's about. Do I do. Any, well, from our cheers. Oh, well, I wouldn't have known that until you told me. I said it was a Russian cheers. cheers. We always do it on topic. I don't know. We Maybe we do. I haven't picked that up yet. <laughs> That's fine. Well, uh, so it's a Russian story. Kind of. Is it the story of Anastasia from Disney? <laughs> I don't know. There's not really a good thing for you to guess going into this, so we're going to kind of soup the guessing game we usually do. Oh, no, I want to guess. Guess what, though? I don't know. Give me a hint. Um, what, Which century we're going into? Uh, Nope. No, you don't want to guess that? Different hint. Oh. What do you want to guess? The century? Um, Who's involved? Nobody you'd know. Okay, let's do the century. I thought you meant you were going to give me the century. That's why I said, nope, I don't know (laughs) anything about Russian history. This is kind of more of an epic story. Oh, okay. But it is a story. 1300s. No. I I can't even give you a hint, but I can... Uh, it's much, it's recent. 2010. Um, well, I said century. Uh, the 21st century. Yeah. I don't know, Maybe? really. Maybe. It's, it's the 1900s. That's the 20th century, though. It's in that century. Yeah, that's why I always get that confused, so I never use it. You always, it's always the beginning yeah, of the I don't need to explain to me, Scoot. one. <laughs> And just, that's the... I don't like to think about it. <laughs> I don't know why it's like that either. It's super confusing. Like, it should just be whatever the first two numbers are. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Pause for effect. <laughs> okay. Um, I want you to tell me, what do you think is the most popular drink in Russia? Water. No, Vodka. Good. Yes. It's pretty close. Saying water reminded me of the reason they drink vodka, because their water is no good. Yes, yeah, same reason we drink mead. Uh, we. Like I'm European. Um, Europeans <laughs> drink <laughs> we mead. We drink. I, <laughs> in the Middle Ages. Yeah. 
Now we just drink soda. That it what? Did I tell you that? Did I? No. Have I said soda? The story's about soda. Really? You guessed it. I'm still batting a thousand. That's right. It's about um, the story between Russia and Pepsi. Oh, is Russia Coke? What? I just know that Coke and Pepsi are rivals. They are. So I wasn't sure if Russia invented Coca-Cola or something. I ended up learning a lot about the Pepsi-Coca-Cola rivalry yeah. through this story, but this story is not about that. Okay. I know there's a big Coke. It's like a war. I, just, I keep saying Coke like it's drugs. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Cocaine. And there's like a big center for it in Atlanta, and it's right next to the aquarium we go to. But, I've yeah, I've never been in it. And well, I don't know if that's where it started or... This one's not about Coke, so I don't care. Okay. It's about Pepsi. Yeah, fuck Coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, without Pepsi. using any real names, pop quiz, who in my family loves Pepsi? Okay, what drinks are in the Pepsi brand? Because I know there's a bunch of drinks that you're like, I want like Mountain Dew. And they go, we have Coke products here. Like, I'm supposed to know what that means. So, yes... Pepsi brand usually encompasses a lot of things, but right. this store is really just about cola. The majority, the meat of it. There's some other things. Um so I don't I don't have a list of everything Pepsi makes. Should I pull one up? Is it, do we have time? Is it relevant? Okay. Is it a need you have right now? I don't like Pepsi. <laughs> so I need to know who I'm voting for here. Okay, okay. I need to know what drink Pepsi what has Pepsi that I care about. That I care about. Pepsi products. Um, what products are produced by Pepsi? Lay's. Nope. <laughs> Lay's. Ruffles chips, are better. Gatorade. Seven Up. Doritos. Cheetos and Ruffles. Some Doritos are bomb. As well. Why, why are these all... I want the drinks. Maybe type in Pepsi soda products. Beverages? Here we go. I never look up the right answers for Scoot. Okay. For the listeners. I have answers, but not the right ones. Yeah. I, <laughs> apparently, it was like products they make. None of them in that list were drinks. Okay. They make Mountain Dew. Okay. Um, Gatorade... Mug root beer. Ooh, that's good. It is good, right? Mug root beer. Starbucks is on this list. I don't know what that means. Um, maybe they're collabing with Starbucks, right? It just says Starbucks. It says Starry, which is the Starbucks? new Sierra Mist. Uh, Crush. Yeah. Doctor Pepper. Yeah. Wait, Doctor Pepper. Dr. They must have bought them out. Yeah, that's what I mean. If they're like, they go, I go, can I get Dr. Pepper? And but this like, is a history story. You're giving us all the current facts. No, I agree. I'm just saying this is the team we're on right now. And for this story, we're on okay. the Dr. Pepper side. We're on the, okay, honestly, we're on the underdog side. As Re- you said, yeah. Coke versus Pepsi. Um, while that, again, it's not a story about that. I imagine that informs most of their decisions. It's just trying to stay alive next to the monstrous monstrosity that is coke coca-cola um, yeah the power and yeah. if coke if you want to sponsor us i'm here for you you're a beautiful monster but <laughs> yeah. a powerful monstrosity nonetheless <laughs> i love soda so we would love a soda sponsor 
We would love a Coke sponsor and we, a Jack Daniels sponsor. I don't drink soda. So we can mix the two for I these podcasts. actively dislike soda and judge people who drink it. Coke don't. <laughs> Coke products don't listen to red. Um, <laughs> we love soda. <laughs> okay, so this is about Pepsi and Russia. Does that ring any bells? No, no. Honestly, okay. I have I thought there, there's like a meme about the story we'll get to later. Really? And um, I was wondering if you'd heard it. No, th- it sounds made up. It sounds made up. Russia and Pepsi. Like, what? Okay. I don't know where I figured Pepsi came from, but it wasn't. didn't have anything to do with Russia. I hear ya. Well, um, rele- relevant to the meme aspect, like the most interesting detail of the story that's kind of been um, mangled to fit party trivia, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because of that, this was an incredibly frustrating story to research for me because I usually I pull up about three articles from different sources, different websites. Because uh, I never just read one article and go, oh, that's the truth. I look for consistencies <laughs> across the three. Right. And every single article, I must have pulled up maybe ten. And they were getting basic facts completely different. Really? Like, <laughs> it was like, and then they agreed to this, and it gave them this. And the next article would say, they agreed to this, but then this didn't happen, and they got this. And it would be completely... So when I go through it, I'll try to give the different versions I got. Uh, but it was absolutely wild how varied they were. And how, like, if you just wanted to look it up real quick, who knows which version you'd stumble across. So we're going to try to cover all the versions, and um, hopefully what I believe to be the most possibly factual because i ended up going into archives of new york times for most of the story stories okay. that were writ- written that year as opposed to and throughout the years as opposed to summary articles that have been written recently because of the meme okay i yeah. want to know what this meme is now okay well we'll get there we'll get there uh so um if you have any questions you can see our sources uh in the show notes as usual but as, as i said before Every article I read, totally different. The little details, totally different. It was wild. I was pulling out my hair. But we got something together. Yeah. So, um, basic facts. We're going to start with Pepsi. Honestly, the story is more about Pepsi than Russia. In terms of what they're doing. They are the protagonists. Okay? And we're starting in the 1950s. Uh, So, pretty recent. Compared to some of the other stories we've talked about. Yeah, I'm doing a modern story. I was going to say, me. I think this is the most modern story we've had so far. That's right. And and I got to use like really modern uh, storytelling, like people who tell, relate facts, which is really exciting for me because it was so much easier than going into like texts from the 1300s. Yeah. But like I said, on the other hand, I got like 30 different versions. Yeah, none of them are. Because <laughs> people are just writing stuff. And they're like, oh, that's what happened. They don't cite their sources on these articles they write, and that drives me nuts. I'm not an academic anymore. I don't officially do any of that. But I'm like, how hard is it to cite your sources? I don't know why that stopped being a thing. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we're in the 1950s, Pepsi. Obviously, we just finished with the World War. Right, right. Well, the second one. Yeah, so we're kind of in a boom, right? Everyone's... Still riding that economic high of being in a war. Yeah, the baby boom. Uh, yeah, they're the baby boomers came yeah. from this era. Yeah. Um, Pepsi uh, 
and it was 1958, Pepsi has had the highest stock it's ever had on record. So Pepsi is like so far at the peak of its game. Do you know what? I don't know if you do you know when Pepsi started? No. Okay. This story got so convoluted, I couldn't get into those kind of that's fair. Details. I was but asking if you had it, but a, a while before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've been around for a minute. They're already like neck and neck with Coke at this time. I was gonna say I think Coke started in like the 1800s, right? Um, I don't know. That maybe the origin story is its own episode. Yeah. So they're doing the best they've ever done up to this point, and of course, that means that like CEOs are like, "That's great. What else can you can do?" Yeah. What else can you do, right? And so mm-hmm. they're like, what's your next step? What's your next big thing? Uh, at this point, they had 500 bottler factories in the U.S. that are um, making Pepsi and shipping them out. And then they had another 250 bottler factories in 75 other countries around the world. Wow. By 58, yeah. So they had already been pushing to go international and to spread their Coke soda corn syrup product, you know. Liquid gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's oil. Around the word, <laughs> world. Word. World. Where it is, the word. There's lots of different kinds of liquid gold, I think. Fair enough. Yeah, like gold that's liquefied. To the right temperature. Yeah. That's <laughs> literal. Anyway, uh, April of 1959, right? So we just had the best year ever for Pepsi. 1959, the chair of pepsi he's like the big boss was quoted in a new york times article talking down to the u.s state department so they're also feeling good about themselves they're like pepsi we're the best and he says they're talking about the state department of the u.s the government yeah they're talking shit are you ready yeah for the direct quote we think it stinks it being the state department oh I was like, Pep, they're stink. talking shit about Pepsi? No, no, no. Pepsi talking shit about the government. Right. We think it stinks. We have a hell of an influence abroad. If we wanted to disseminate information, we could do it faster than any other agency. Yeah, just put it on their Coke bottles. That's what, Well, it's Pepsi. Oh, sorry. If you sorry, wanna, Pepsi. If you want to use a thing, you could say cola. That's At least in this era, they called both of them colas. I'll try to call it soda. Soda's good. That's Pop's what I call good. it pop that's a midwest thing i know yeah that's i would i didn't quite hear you and i was just confirming that's what you said they could just put it on their pop bottles that just sounds wrong well it's a thing in a large portion of the country yeah but yeah it does sound weird if you're not used to it um but he doesn't leave it there he's just getting started so he says we could do it faster than any other agency okay all right feels like you're laying down words fighting words but I think I can ignore it. Them's and then he is says, fighting words. Uh, yeah, certainly faster than the State Department. Oh. And the communists know it. What? That's his quote. So he's talking about his influence abroad. And, you know, they're entering the Cold War. Right. Yeah, that's right. With Russia. And so they're starting to talk about the tensions between, well, Soviet Union. I really apologize if I call Soviet Union Russia. It's Soviet Union at this time. But that's a lot of syllables. <laughs> The USSR, right? Or is that no, something different? That's, that's later. different? That's later. Wow. It's yeah. switched a lot. Yes. Um, but right now, it's the Soviet Union, and it's this huge conglomerate that does not exist anymore. And we'll kind of get into what it, it turns into later. Um, 
so he's like talking shit. It's just like Pepsi is like riding this high. They're better than everyone. They're all over the world. It's kind of a whole new world in terms of international corporations. Yeah. It's kind of a brand new thing. Um, he did have a PR person later that was like, he only meant American influence uh, in terms of their products and culture. And by international information, he just meant sold where we sell Pepsi. Yeah. And, and not, quote, worldwide dissemination of information. They had to, like, really reel that back. <laughs> yeah, they had to do a bunch of damage damage r- report. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Damage control, I should say. Um, so this, this is, like, April of 1959. And then we're getting into the summer. And following all this, they're, like, going up and up. They're doing great. Pepsi sends a delegate, like their head of international affairs guy, um, to the Soviet Union that summer uh, for an exhibit so they could try to show their product and how excellent it is because it doesn't actually sell in the Soviet Union. Even though he's like, communists know how awesome we are. Maybe he's talking about China? No, um, at this time, the Soviet Union had just put down the Iron Curtain the iron wall or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, no products are coming in and out. Oh, it's all locked down. It's completely locked down. Yeah, like North Korea now. Right. And so that summer, they're trying to... Trying to get it in. Have a delegate, because they're having a big fair. Yeah. For Americans. And, like, hey, our stuff's good. Uh, so between... In Moscow, that summer, between July and September, there was a national... American national exhibit, uh, which was a response to... Mm, the Soviet Union had an exhibit in New York about how amazing the Soviet Union is. And oh. they brought a bunch of like booths and stalls and they were like, look at this cool thing. It's like a convention in modern times, right. but for a country. Right. And you could like visit and Google and gaggle at it and be like, ooh. So America was like, we could do that too. So they, they did one in Russia. Pepsi gets to set up a little booth. And the New York Times described this exhibit in 1959 Moscow as the show goes on. The crowds are gay, friendly, curious, baffled, and enormous. And the official reviewers complain of too much propaganda and not enough propaganda. And I just really love that like little sense of humor yeah. in like the 50s newsletter. It made me really happy. Have you ever been to like an exhibit or conference. I've been to the state fair where they got some of that stuff. State fair is a good a really good example. They got actually. booths with like, you know, you get, if you walk through you get free stuff. That's usually why I walked through them. I hate to bring up the grade again, but it might come up a lot since that's about Russia. But they have an exhibit oh, yeah. in the great Yeah, a science exhibit. Yeah, it, it's kind of like that. We've just been doing it for hundreds of years as a human being. In America species. sent Pepsi we said, well, the whole thing was American. Oh, in Russia? It was an American, listen, American national exhibit. So America set up our own exhibit in Moscow that was all American booths, foods, um, goods, cool things we do, science, so that Russians can be impressed by us. Yeah, because we're amazing. Yes. And we're number one. Yes. Okay, are you listening now? <laughs> I am. I am. I just... Got confused. Okay. I gotcha. Because Russia did the thing before that. Right. The same thing in New York. And it was only Russians? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Putting it on so that Americans can visit. I don't know why in my head it was like 
a big convention and then Russia attended. No. Not, it was a Russian convention. And now there's an American convention in Russia. Yes. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel you got like there. We do these podcasts, we do these episodes, and I'm in here and you're telling me stuff. And I'm like, I'm just doing my best to follow along. And I feel like I keep missing things. And then we go back and we listen to it. And I know so much more <laughs> when I'm listening to it. And I'm like, why didn't I pick that up when we were talking about it? Can I tell you why? Why? Because I'm watching you and you're doing seven other things while I'm talking. Well, So if I'm talking too long and he doesn't interrupt, it's because he's doing a bunch of other stuff. And then he's missed all of that. I keep getting distracted by yeah. I don't know what. But. That's the journey. That's It's all good. That's the journey. Um, just ask questions. Yeah, I'm doing my... I I am. I love it. I'm here for it. Okay, so we got the... I'm really excited for this next bit. Okay. Uh, It says, the response to the Soviet exhibit... Oh, sorry. (laughs) Russians and their style of commenting on the American products. They had a very special... So this one article I looked at, which is unrelated to Pepsi, it was just about the fair. And it was quoting random Russians on how they would... Admire, but never liked American products. They're like, wow, I wouldn't want that. Well, would you like the so quotes? So cool. I'm, would you like me to nah. do it normal accent or Russian accent? Let's hear the Russian accent. Okay, let's get it started. I... <laughs> you shouldn't offer it. Of course, I'm picking the accent. Uh, um, I don't even know what it sounds like now. So this is a lady talking about a striped white and green bedding, which is like a new thing. Okay. Everything was always white before that. Oh, Patterns. Uh, yeah, she said, uh, pretty but terrible. It doesn't show the dirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. New York Times level. Um, the next one is uh, about, well, I'm going to let you, I'm not going to tell you what it's about right away. Clever but useless. What? Why do you need so much secrecy? It's about voting machines, automated voting machines that they were bringing out. Oh, they're. <laughs> useless. So much secrecy. I just sound Italian when I do it. It's pretty good. Thank it's you. It's just an excited Russian. Thank you. Yeah. That's all Italians are. Yeah. <laughs> Russians are like clever but useless. Clever. Italians are like clever but useless. Clever but useless. <laughs> They're excited. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm terrible at accents, but I can throw stuff out there. So, of course, the Pepsi company is there. And this whole idea of going to Soviet Union is spearheaded by this guy, Donald Kendall. Um, so we'll be coming back to Kendall a lot through this story. Okay. It's kind of kingpin. I'll try to remember the name. Um, he's kind of like in his 20s or 30s at this point. Uh, he's younger, but he's already made like head of international division. Like he's doing really good. Right. Well, he's, it's the late 50s, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you survived the war, you're doing pretty good, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Both wars. Not Dang. a lot of competition for Dang. jobs out here. So he's um, got his little stall up, his little table, and a little cloth over it. And got Pepsi bottles all over the place. Well, they had little no, paper cups with Pepsi poured no into it. No ice machines because that hasn't it. been invented yet. Well, abroad, people don't really drink their drinks with ice anyway. Well, this is an American <laughs> convention. They're getting ice, whether they want it or not. <laughs> They're getting ice. You've never seen a soda commercial without ice in the cup. In America. Anywhere. 
<laughs> he said boldly. They're getting it with ice. I can't wait to travel with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be I'm, so upset about stuff I never think about. I Honestly, I don't really like ice and soda. Oh, there you go. I'm just... Um, But yeah, uh, he was there because he is like committed to building this relationship. Uh, and he knows that his idea to get it into Soviet the Soviet Union as the head, they're like, we don't think it's a good idea. It's not going to work. And he's like, I need to try. And so he's put a lot on the line, his reputation. And he's really nervous about being there. And he's like, I've got to do something to make something happen so that people know my product amongst these hundreds of other products. Yeah, well, they just have to drink it. Yeah, you just got to get them to drink it, right? But who, not just anyone. Someone, yeah, you can't have some random person <clears throat> drink it and then be like, wow, this is amazing because they always drink bitter vodka. And so they're like, this has way too much sugar in it, America. So Way too much sugar. You have probably never heard of this. But I'll ask, have you heard of the kitchen debate? Is that just a debate that happened in the kitchen? I feel like that could be a lot of things. This is a famous debate that happened between Nixon, American president, right. and Khrushchev, Khrushchev of Soviet Russia, Soviet Union. No, I've never heard of it. Uh, it's the kitchen debate. They were basically di- discussing in a wild- widely publicized debate the benefits of both capitalism versus communism. This happened at this exhibition. Why is it in the kitchen? It's not in the kitchen. It's called the kitchen debate. Why? I didn't research that. Why? Because I already have five pages and I only needed four for most episodes. (laughs) Yeah, but it's... makes no sense. Like, was it about what's going to be in the kitchen? Probably. Because of... It's like goods that come about or like just normal everyday life, how it's improved. I assume we have a kitchen. We can do an episode. Okay, I will look that up and we will throw the other four pages. No, I'm just I'm just dragging it on. No no real reason. I don't like it. I don't really need to know what it is. It just makes me think why it's called that. I changed my mind for the purposes of creating vivid imagery we're going to say they held the kitchen debate at the fair in front of a brand new dishwasher okay i like it this is a made-up fact but it's a nice visual it is that's why it's called the kitchen debate but what's it about communism and capitalism oh my god that happened in the kitchen yeah who's more likely to wash your dishes I don't, I don't know. know. Is that like I a really level of regu- general happiness amongst people? Who washes dishes? If it gets done regularly or if it doesn't get done. I mean, if you don't have dishes, I guess it doesn't happen. Or water. Yeah. <laughs> you could wipe the dishes. So, I mean, the kitchen debate happened here, which is much more famous than what I'm about to talk about. Right. But he, the point is that Nixon was there touring around with Khrushchev the guy in charge of Soviet Union, before they opened it to the public. And they've got their entourage. Khrushchev's got four major state important people with him, and Nixon. Nixon's kind of leading him around. And uh, Kendall sees them coming up, and he runs up there, and he's like, Khrushchev! You look hot! He said later in an article, like 50 years later, he's like, I could see a bead of sweat dripping down his brow. 
And I ran up to them and I was like, drink our drink. <laughs> yeah, if they like it, then. That's the thing, right? He's got his product out there. He, well, no, it's. They won't allow product oh, into their country. I forgot. Um, yeah. So if the people like it, nice. But if it, he has to convince the bigwigs. Yeah, they got to like it. So they'll be like, oh, it's a good idea. We should let it in. Also, for 10 years up to this point, at the end of the war leading up to this exhibit, um, the Soviet Union has done through, like, cartoons and, like, propaganda and just their general vibe about soda products is that it is, uh, quote, the manifestation of decadent American capitalism. So they don't have, like, cola, so dark sodas yeah. in Russia, and they actively demonize it and hate it. They're like, that is like the most disgusting thing that just shows how ridiculous those people are living. Yeah. That, that they would have a that. product like that. Yeah. And there's yeah. multiple products like that. Yeah. So it's believed that most of the people actively don't approve of it, even though no one's really ever had it. So it, it depends on how well that propaganda worked. Yeah. So that, you now it's like a real big risk, right? That Kendall's there. He's like, I'm going to sell Pepsi to people who hate me. <laughs> And yeah, and hate, and hate soda in general. Went right up to Mr. Khrushchev. Khrushchev. Oh, my God. Good for him. Is this I mean, the Russian guy that had the birthmark on his forehead? No, it's Gorbachev. Oh, it sounds the Mikhail same to Gorbachev's me. Gorbachev's in the 80s, early 90s. Okay. This is the 50s. Does this guy have any distinguishing features? He's old white man. Oh. <laughs> I know. The only one. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Now I know who <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, the only one, especially in the 1900s. Um, so yeah, old white man. <laughs> uh, let me find Khrushchev. Khrushchev. I really don't want to say his name wrong, but I'm confusing it with Gorbachev. So I'm like trying to Khrushchev. Look at the letters. Kristoff. Khrushchev. Kristoff. Okay, so it's July 26, 1959. Uh, Kendall has rushed up to Khrushchev and given him some Pepsi to drink. Now, most articles, this is when we get to some different versions, right? The common popular version with more modern articles basically say Khrushchev loses his mind at this drink, guzzles it down, says it's amazing. All his people say it's amazing. And all of a sudden, Russia loves Pepsi. That sounds like propaganda to me. It, it does now, right? With me yeah. saying this doesn't match the articles posted at the time, which were also propaganda at the yeah, time. Yeah. But it's like even enhanced now where modern articles are like, man, Russia just fell in love with Pepsi and they were all obsessed with it. Well, it's because soda's amazing and we love it. Uh, mm, <laughs> this know, household we, loves soda. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> uh, she didn't deny it. I already did. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I do not recognize that denial. Do you remember the Russian cheers? Let's do another one. Um, to Khrushchev's first taste of American Pepsi. To Kristoff. Oh my gosh. No. Cheers. Nasta Rovie. <laughs> so. Um, that was the popular version that you'll probably see if you just look up this meme. That we'll get to. But the 
current version at the time in 1959 was more detailed, so that should be fun. We've got Khrushchev and his four leaders. Uh, one of those buddies that's with him wants to start soda business in Russia so he can make money. He's got plans to bring it in so he can make money. Another one of the leader, leaders totally buys in that soda is equal to American capitalism and fuck them. He doesn't want them in his country. Yeah, he wants nothing to do with and that. And so he's kind of got like different kind of people. And one of his uh, state leaders, I don't know if it's a wife or a leader, but it's one of the four people mentioned is a lady. And um, her name, she has a really cool name, Yet. Yekaterina. 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 Yeah, Yekaterina. Yekaterina. <laughs> um, so they said, Khrushchev said, very, very refreshing. Very refreshing. Yeah, just cold, doesn't care. Very refreshing. But he did drink three cups of Pepsi. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if they're tiny little, like, Dixie cups and it's like free samples, then yeah, of course he's drinking three of them. But he's a leader. Not of course. Uh, everything you do is a statement. That's fair, but Pepsi's really good. So he drank one bottled in New York and then two bottled in Moscow. So I guess they bottled some right there. Oh, for at, the, at the fair. Wow. To like show them because um, they don't have any bottling in. Yeah, they're going to have to set up some kind of bottling system probably in Russia if they start it. Uh, so he says very refreshing. Uh, another one said not bad. <laughs> I just love it. Amusing, but no one liked it. Yeah. Useless, but clever. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why people like it, but we hate it. And then someone asked Yekaterina, they asked her if she liked it. Yeah. And she said, look for yourself. I'm drinking it. <laughs> so sassy. Look for yourself. I'm can you not see it. that I like what it? What do you want? Why do you keep talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking it. That tells me nothing, you know. But we're Americans, so we're like, smile, you know. Smile. Show me. and Tell me. Russians are like, ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of that article, they quoted a random Russian. They just tapped some rando on the way by and said, what do you think? Do you think you're going to get Pepsi in your country now? Yeah. And this person said, what do you think? You saw who was drinking it? You saw how they liked it, didn't you? We're getting into a real iffy with my accent, but it's same. I'm, my accent's terrible too, but it's fun. Yeah, but the point is, no one's really answering questions. Did you hear the quote, or were you just listening to that accent? No, I heard the quote. Yeah, he didn't really. He didn't give a straight answer. No, he just said, like, "I don't know. Look with, who's drinking it. Ask that guy. Why are you asking me? <laughs> what power do I have? This is Soviet Russia. I do not know. I did not drink the Pepsi. <laughs> they might have." Yeah, but again, what's he going to do about it? Yeah, no opinions for that guy. So, um, after that fair, Kendall is used a whole PR thing. He's like, look, Khrushchev drank my Pepsi. This is the whole beginning of a new world. And he uses that to work his way up to, uh, like, head of Pepsi by 61. Wow, like CEO, president level? I, I don't know. Technically, it's not CEO. You know? I have CEO written down, but I don't think it was CEO. You know, these companies, they get so, like, three or four octopus tied together at the head. Like, that's how many tentacles they have. Right. And, and so they have all these titles at the top, so all these tentacles, and they are all... It just, I find it irritating. I'm like, have a clear line yeah, that everyone like, can are understand. Are you the top? Are you the... But I think they do it on purpose. 
Yeah, so you don't know who to assassinate. Yep. When you're trying to take down these giant mega soda corporations. Or who to convince, right? Yeah. Or who hold, pulls the strings. I'm the head of something. Oh, is that a good thing? No, I'm third off the bottom, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that director of waste maintenance. You just sweep up the floor after work and that's it's your new job. It's just a janitor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, here you go. Um, I janitor is a pretty cool job. I think it's essential. I just meant that person in the office that they're like, you can't leave until the floor is swept and that's going to be your job today. So it's like an extra task you have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like On top of your daily stuff yes. already. We make you a director now. Really? Of what? Sweeping the floor. Get it done. Yeah. Get it done. Um, but he is somewhere higher up, and he's in charge of foreign. He's really excited about getting Pepsi into Russia. Right. I would say obsessed. So they begin a negotiation. However, because Russia's like, we're interested. Soviet Union's, we're interested. Do you know if this is for, like, money or for, like, almost, like, Cold War reasons? They're just trying to expand their market. Right, but why are they trying so hard to get... Why is this guy trying so hard to get into Russia specifically? I don't know. You don't have to have an answer. That's just the question I have. Like, why not go somewhere easier? Well, Soviet Union is, I think, today, 15 countries. It's all one region. It's a huge untapped market. Yeah, it's a... Pepsi is just... Remember I said earlier, they had just hit their highest stock ever. They're in 75 other countries. They're trying to break into a massive market that's going to take them to that next step. Yeah, that no one else is in. Yes. So, uh, okay, so it's for money. It's illegal to get into that market. So it's for money. Not like for some kind of pride or like bigger reason, I guess. The only true nationalists who are not in it for money are poor people. There are no poor people in charge of these companies nor in charge of these countries. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's my personal assessment. That's kind of what I was thinking, too, but that's why I wanted to check. That's a fair question. I do think um, Kendall, I'm not saying Kendall's a terrible person. It's like an exciting project for him. Who knows oh, what yeah. his personal like goals, why he picked that path, but this is like his thing. It's for the love of soda. That's why. Just really <laughs> like soda, and I just want <laughs> everyone in the good. world... To try it and see how amazing it is. And I'm going to get it into Russia because they'll never know what they're missing. And he's just really motivated to make sure everyone tries soda. So he gets the into negotiations. He gets to sit down at the table. But it takes him 13 years to get to their first agreement wow. with Russia. Not until 1972. So, why... Do you know why that would be? What would be the problems? Paperwork? They didn't like soda? I don't know. Um, Well, leaning into like the Cold War aspect, the Iron Curtain, they're completely closed off from the world. It takes forever to get in there? It has to do with currency. So the ruble is literally worth zero cents outside of Russia. Oh, no one else. It's not accepted into the universal worldwide currency. Yeah. So you can't just exchange money. There's no exchange. On top of that, it's illegal. Soviet Union made it illegal to take ruples out of Russia. Huh. Yeah, so how are you going to get paid bringing them the soda? That was a big problem for, like, every element of Soviet Russia, is 
they were so isolated they couldn't do any sort of trade because their money was worthless to anyone who wasn't Russian. Right. And I'm assuming it's everyone else's money was useless to the Russians. I'm assuming. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know, but it didn't matter because no one was giving them money for nothing. Yeah, nobody wanted to give them money because they couldn't. So what what did we do as a human species before money? Uh, trade and kind of trade? goods and services. Yeah, bartering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is an example of wide-scale international bartering that happened in the last 50 years. They could just give them gold. Because like I said, Pepsi reached their deal. What? Pepsi reach their... Does Russia have gold? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What? I just thought it... I really got what? you. <laughs> Stopped you dead in your like tracks. a constant thing to bring in. I can't see Russia just sending out gold constantly for soda. Like, that seems like a big ask from a soda company. It's liquid gold. It's a fair trade. They're a militaristic society. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, so, uh... Yeah, they had to barter. This is where we get some more versions of what happened. Okay. What I was first reading when I was reading the loose overviews was, oh, Pepsi got... You know, we see this at the liquor store all the time. I'm really going to try to say this right. Stolichnaya. Stoli? Vodka? Stolichnaya? I don't know. We see it all the time. I'll point it out. Okay, yeah, please. We see it. It's pretty much everywhere. Um, they will receive Stolichnaya vodka in return for pepsi and then they'll resell the vodka the vodka in america and make the money there so that that's not a good business plan you got to sell this thing twice sell the pepsi get a product sell that product i agree it doesn't i sounds like way too much work for me it's more work to do yeah now i have to sell vodka you have to have um your wines department prove with numbers that it would be profitable oh yeah yeah um but i guess they did because they did it they, they proved did? that it could be profitable because they make they came to the agreement now remember that's the general thing right and then if you look more into it you find out that pepsi already had stolichnaya vodka from russia they were already receiving it so what happened was they got exclusivity oh for that and a couple other russian brandies and rums i think it's just other liquors that only Pepsi would get. And so they would receive that and get all the American sales. Yeah, because Pepsi's like, what am I getting out of this? Just right. more vodka? We've already got tons of vodka. You're the only one who gets the vodka. Now there's oh, a third version right. that I've only found on a random recipe website. That's like the history of food. But I found really? no details to corroborate this anywhere else. So I'm going to throw it out there. Um, if you find, like, evidence of this being true, I'm very interested. I trust it 100%. Because this one said, oh, yeah, some vodka, but also tomato paste, Russian tomato paste, was a big part of this deal. And then Pepsi took that, because Pepsi has Pizza Hut oh. already open in the States. And so they took Russian tomato paste, and that became their new tomato sauce for all their pizzas. Yeah, just send it to another business. So if you're wondering why... Pizza Hut pizza tastes weird. It's got Russian... I'm just making that... I mean, this I find... I have no evidence for it, aside from a random food yeah. website. It's got Soviet Union tomato paste in it. 
uh, paid for with soda. Be. I didn't get, and nor did I read the actual document if it's even out there. Right, right. But there is an argument that happened, 1972, and then um, n- the new PR thing for Pepsi is we're the first to break through the Iron Curtain. They're a big deal. <laughs> They're the first, first company ones. that's let in first. Yeah, the curtain was so heavy because it's made of iron. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So at this time, Russia did have other sodas, but not colas, not dark sodas. So uh, you could order a limonada in Russia, but you couldn't order a flavor. You get what you get was the vibe. It could be cherry soda. It could be apple soda, but you just get whatever flavor they had. Fruit sodas. Uh, yeah. No dark ones. Just Sierra Mist. Yeah. And Sprite. 7-Up. That's all you get. Because it goes well with vodka. That's why they didn't want this dark soda. <laughs> doesn't mix with vodka. Not as well. We don't want it. It's not going to... No one's going to want to drink it. would like to beg to differ. So, okay. Here, yeah. Pepsi. Pepsi got into Russia, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the best part is leading up to this decision in 1972, Russia was also in negotiations with Coca-Cola. Oh, wow. So at the is, same time. Yeah, it really is like, who's going to get in? Yeah, yeah. They were in at the same time. And the day that you... I, the same Times, New York Times newspaper that said they set up an agreement, there was an article about Coke being shut out and is no more. Oh. It was a separate article. So Russia No had longer to pick in one. agreements. Yeah, yeah, Russia picked one. And they picked Pepsi. That's why you don't hear uh, Coke and vodka. What do you hear? Uh, Jack and Coke. Not vo- not vodka and Coke. That's true. I wonder if that'd be different. Pepsi or Coke would have done a whole campaign around oh, yeah, vodka sure. with Coke products. Yeah, how good it is. Because we all know Jack and Coke. We all That's know vodka and Pepsi. The monstrosity that is Coca-Cola doing their PR best, of which they are incredible. Yeah, they always got the polar bears in their Coke commercials. And the Santas. And the Santas and every single movie theater. Yeah. Grab your products, and it's like the fizziest Coke drink you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> that makes you lose your mind. Every I time drink you soda see it. every time I see that. You're like, where is it? Got I saw it. you. Yeah. The movie we just saw, you were like desperately reaching for your drink while not stop looking at the screen. It's so good. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I was yes. Like, Are you okay? <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Soda's all right. You know, it's okay. I'm just kidding. I really like it. I really hope this whole episode doesn't make you want soda for the next week. Too late. Too late. I regret everything. (laughs) It's a good thing we don't have soda in the house. Yeah. I mean, we got some Coke Zero, but... Okay, 1980s in America. What's happening? The Cold War. Action movies. Yep, yep. Terminator. Yep. Um... Vodka, big thing? I don't know. Not really. Arcade games. Yeah. Atari. Yeah. Um. Cars. I, I love it. All cars. these are. It gives you a really great picture. Music. Big hair. Oh yeah, big hair. Androgyny. Androgyny. Did I say music? Mm-hmm. Um. Do I have to keep listing things? Like, no, I keep of, trying to cut you off, but I don't want to cut you off. Cut oh, you off. Go ahead. No, <laughs> cut me off. 
Okay, yeah, that's enough. I was waiting for you to cut that's me off. An- you, oh, I did. So I just cut listing <laughs> stuff. Uh, so, yeah, uh, everyone kind of feels like Stolichnaya or Stoli is like, mm, it's all right in America. We'll drink it. But the, I feel like it's yeah. similar to now. It's not like that's the only stuff you'll get. So it's not doing great. In it's sales. not. It's not a like market that I would want to be in. Oh, we only sell this. It's like who cares? I'll just get this other stuff. I don't. Yeah, there's no like. Oh, you have to get this stuff. So I don't think it, it was had, a good. I wouldn't sell my stuff to get that vodka. On top of that, there was a Soviet Afghan war, where um, the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan. Believe it or not, and Americans were protesting it. We protested the Olympics in that decade. Pulled out of it because of protest against them invading Afghanistan. You know, we were very against it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Was and the Olympics the, in the in Russia? I think they were. Yeah, they were. Okay. But they had invaded Afghanistan, so we were like, no. We're not going. Unless we can go to Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, and then we did. Yeah, we did it on our own. I do what I want. For a long time. <laughs> um, and that, so yeah, they were protesting Russian products, including vodka. And that hurt the sales. Um, again, version one, everyone's like, man, Russia seemed to love the Pepsi so much. They just wanted more and more, but they weren't giving us enough. Yeah, they couldn't get enough of this stuff. So we canceled the contract. They did. Pepsi did. That's version one. Okay. Version two is um, Russia only, this is probably the truth because it's more detailed and complex. There was only a few bottling plants that had been built in Russia and uh, they were in glass bottles. They didn't have the ability to do canned bottles or plastic. Uh, and because they were in glass bottles, they could only be shipped out to cons- customers within 20 miles of the plant. Wow. Uh, you know how big Why? Russia is? This is the Soviet Union. It was even yeah. more massive. That's a really isolated... It, it had to do with um, keeping it fresh. And then also the trucks had to bring back the empty bottles with every return trip. So they couldn't bring other supplies back. Oh, because they couldn't make more glass? They were using reusing the glass bottles, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to ship it because they're really, already really far really and then have to bring to it back. Yeah. Um, 20 miles, that's crazy. It could have had other reasons, too. But in general, it was twenty within 20 miles, they could sell it. If you can hear dogs howling, it's just our neighborhood. Yeah, we've got the window open. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. Dogs going to be dogs. Um, so at this point, when they canceled the contract with Russia, well, Soviet Union, the sales in the whole within the Iron Curtain are the equivalent of urban Orlando, Florida at this time. And that does not include Disney wow. World. That's separate. Not in Disney World. No. Yeah, Disney World probably makes a lot of money selling it. So one mid-sized city is the same amount of sales for Pepsi after all this work and dedication and negotiation and figuring stuff out and paying people to put in the hours to do all this crazy stuff. Just one tiny little city added on. So it's not working out great for Pepsi after that big high after World War II. Yeah, it's just not not worth the time and effort because you're not getting the return you wanted. Yeah, and, you know, Pepsi is like the surplus of vodka... They're running out of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're like, that's enough. We got to do something new. Now we're getting into 
why Pepsi made this decision that they do in 1989. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is when they have a new agreement. This is made with Mikhail Gorbachev. Birthmark guy. Birthmark guy. Yeah. He's like the cool leader of Soviet Russia. Oh, I didn't know that. He had more of a vibe about him. uh, More open than a lot of people, uh, a lot of their leaders up to this time. Uh, So, yeah, he makes a new agreement. And in this agreement, Russia sold Pepsi 17 submarines, a frigate, a cruiser, a destroyer. For Pepsi? To Pepsi. And also in this same agreement in 89, Russia sold them 10 oil tankers. Wow. So at this point, when that agreement went through... Pepsi became the sixth largest naval fleet in the world. Wow. According to some That's a pretty good payoff. Estimates. That's pretty that's a lot better than vodka that nobody wants. Yeah, so that's the meme. That the largest fleet in the world was Pepsi. Hey, at Pepsi. The sixth one. Um so you'll see that meme floating around uh, and you're like, "What? You know, cuz they were also in this war with Coca-Cola." Yeah, so. now they got the means to do it. Yeah, bring it on. Coca-Cola. We're ready. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. pew. <laughs> I also saw... I think there was a show on Netflix for a while that... I think it was Pepsi. You could earn, like, Pepsi points or something. And there was a commercial for... If you got, like, a certain number, it was ridiculously high, you could win a fucking fighter jet. Yeah, yeah. And it was like these group of guys that they did everything they could to get the fighter jet. And I think Pepsi was like, we don't actually have a fighter jet to give you. It was a it was a joke. Yeah. Pepsi (laughs) out here making crazy decisions. They got well. They They got got into Russia and went twenty miles outside of each plant. Yeah. (laughs) They got a fleet and then immediately sold it for scrap. Yeah, you got to make the money. Yeah. What are they gonna? What are they gonna do with it? Get into gas and oil. Well, they did get 10 oil tankers. Right, that's what I mean. They got in a partnership with a Norwegian country, and they still... I don't know if they still, but that plan was to work to, like, lease them out or sell them or whatever and make money through oil. So there you go. Yeah. That was a plan. Use them while you got them. I don't know. They got submarines and stuff, too. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what they're going to do with that. This is another multi-version aspect. Okay. Again, like, it, depending on which story you read about Pepsi's largest fleet, sixth largest fleet in the world, um, it'll be, they were all obsolete, completely unusable, falling apart, and they just immediately sold them. Oh. Yeah, and, I assume they were all brand new. I guess it makes sense if they're not. No, other versions say they were new and working. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm trying to look, because we're about to go... I don't have the two versions here. There was so many versions jumping around in my head that I kind of lost track of what I wrote down. Uh, but yeah. I feel more confident that those ones were kind of falling apart. I mean, I would think so. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you don't give your best stuff away. Even for soda. Not even for soda? Not even for soda. But I mean, soda. there's a point, right? There's a line. And you but just... they're like... on. Cold War in the 80s. Exactly. The so they need their stuff. Of annihilation. They need their good stuff. So they're like, well. Why wouldn't they use their own scrap metal? 
Well, because they had to pay for the Pepsi. Why, though? Because I don't they know love what Russia Pepsi. was getting out of this. Do they, though? They're getting Pepsi out of it. That's 20 what miles getting. outside of 20 bottlers across that whole nation. I feel like Pepsi got the steal out of this. I don't know what Russia was getting. They're getting Pepsi. Liquid gold. I mean... That is the best argument so far that the people of Russia really liked the soda. Maybe the president, the leader guy, still really likes Pepsi. Yeah. And that's why he wants to keep it around. Yeah, I mean, sales were low, but not because people weren't buying it. It's because it wasn't available. Yeah, it just it didn't go that far. Yeah. It's probably killing in that 20 miles, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you build a town on a railroad. All of a sudden, it's real yeah, busy. It's just Pepsi towns. <laughs> Pepsi towns dotted all over the place. So, yeah, you might at some point in your future, listener and scoot, hear the meme that says, oh, well, Pepsi had the sixth largest naval fleet. You in can the just 80s. be like, in 89, and then they sold it within a month. <laughs> That's pretty um, recent. Yeah, this is all really recent. So, um, they did that in 89. And it was like a tiny page 25 of the newspaper article when they did the ship deal. No one really talked about it then. So the fact that it's like a huge meme now is crazy because it's like they pulled out this small article that no one, everyone knew didn't matter and have made like fat party factoid out of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but who had the sixth largest naval fleet in 1989? People like, I don't know. Pepsi. Pepsi. Yeah. For a second. But the Kendall, coming back to Kendall, who's still in charge. Still around. In Pepsi land. Oh my God, he's got to be old. Uh, he's only 68. Wow. Oh, that's right, because he was so young in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, this is like 30 years later. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he's doing good. I feel like he should be older, too. I like was very confused. Um, he told President Bush's national security advisor... Uh, you know, President Bush, the first one, uh, Brent Scowcroft, he was, quote, disarming the Soviet Union faster than you are. <laughs> <laughs> Taking all their stuff away. Yeah. And at this point, Kendall is described as, quote, a cheery, white-haired, extravagantly energetic 68-year-old man. He's he's excited. Yeah. He's just like a, like, in, like full of ideas kind of. He's an idea guy. He's an idea guy. A you know what room. we should do? <laughs> Sell Pepsi in the Soviet Union. Bam. Bam. Best idea ever. They're like, can you do it? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll walk right up to Khrushchev. Yeah. Shove a cup in his face. They can't give us money, but we can get uh, military naval boats. Yeah, who doesn't Hell want that? Hell yeah. Those give are me your super frigates. cool. I got my own submarine today. I want submarines. Yeah. Take whatever you got. Russia's like, oh, we got a bunch of this stuff. I'll take it. They said um, when he was talking about the sale, when he got the ships, and they interviewed him, he was sitting there fondly reminiscing to 1959, where he had his little stall and ran up to Khrushchev and gave him a soda. Yeah, this guy's got, <laughs> he's got a great sales story. He does. He's been places, man. And then 1990, another year, they just did that contract, and they do a second contract in 1990, which is called, quote, the deal of the century. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. It said, in this new contract, the uh, Soviet Union would build build 10 Pepsi oil tankers. Wow. And, and that will pay for their $3 billion worth of Pepsi that they're going to get. 
So they and start then, building these tankers in 1990. So Pepsi can start getting into the oil, oil business. business, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Liquid gold. You said hey, it. We've they, been saying it this whole time. Yeah. It's like you have a sixth sense. Um, so they start building that. And uh, they will also... <laughs> this is... Okay. This is the same newspaper. 1989-1990. The same newspaper. Different writers, of course says, for the first time in 1990, they'll get ocean freighters and tankers from the Soviet Union. And it hurts my brain. That's Because really I'm like, weird. a year before, you wrote an article about how they got tankers. It's the same. I'm looking at the archival, like, pictures of the newsletters. And it's saying this is the first time they're getting them? Yes. They've already gotten them. This is how confusing and inconsistent this story is. It's a pretty crazy story, to be how fair. How is it so inconsistent? <laughs> what are the Russia's just like facts? giving Pepsi random ass shit to pay for it, and people are <laughs> just trying base. to keep count of what the, what they got. No one knows what's going on. No. What's been followed through on? Yeah, they got what's... boats. They got mm, vodka. Well, they're just like, uh, here, take this. Take my stuff. I want it. I want that Pepsi so bad. Part of this. <laughs> Part of this deal of the century is they're going to open uh, how many new? I don't, I don't have the number, but a bunch of new cannery places, yeah, bottling places to do plastic and aluminum can. Okay. So they're like 1990. They're like, oh my gosh, we finally got the deal. So we're going to spread Pepsi across this whole land of customers, right? Untapped. They are like on the brink of ultimate win against coca-cola in my mind yeah like how great with that they're gonna get a lot more people well if they can go well with the plastic and aluminum cans they should be able to go farther than 20 miles right yes much further okay and they don't have to bring the bottles back yeah they don't have to recycle thank god just kidding please recycle and then also part of this deal (laughs) deal of the century was that they started building their first two pizza huts ever in Soviet Union, they're being hey. built in Moscow. Mo- that's the big city. Well, I don't know. It's the capital. Yeah. Well, Pizza Hut in Moscow. Yeah, it's, you know, traveling be before, Pizza Huts are everywhere. Really? They are everywhere. They're like Subway. But they're like fancy restaurants in other countries. Like, you dress fancy. up. You dress up. And your menu is like eight pages. And you like choose what kind of crazy pizza it's, here you just go to pizza hut in your pajamas it's a sad day if yeah you, if, you if, you're, if you get caught at a pizza hut something's going on so they're starting that there is no food infrastructure in the soviet union at this time so those pizza huts are really going to be costly oh, so they're really looking running. ahead they're looking ahead at like future profit getting their foot in the door it's going to cost up front but we're going to get something done uh and then even this they said the profit through all this was going to be slight, largely in part because, quote, it must keep these places, the bottling places and the other stuff they're building, must keep a relatively large support staff in the Soviet Union for a relatively small sales volume. Officials would not be more specific. They They have to hire a ton of people for no real reason? My mind immediately went went to protection. Oh, you have to protect the, what? They have to protect the Pizza Huts and could be like places? security, or it could be the local warlords or gangs or who has power, like the no, local nobility. That's like if you 
I know, I, I don't know how these politics work in the Soviet Union, yeah. but my mind went to people in power in local areas need to be paid off. So you put them on the... Oh, on the payroll. On the payroll. Right. Okay, that makes sense. That's my thought, but we it's don't know. That's a good guess. Maybe um, they all drank too much vodka on the job and it just drained the coffers there. It's yeah. cold there. That's why I would drink vodka on the job because I'm like, I'm trying to move my fingers and it's freezing. Got <laughs> twist a lot of caps. Right? He might, this is really making me think we should have drank Pepsi for this show. I didn't want to go shopping today. That's fair. I don't want to go shopping either. <laughs> we should just keep a readily supply of soda and then we never have to worry about it. No. Please. No. It's okay. gross. It's not. It's, it's so bad for you. so good though. It's so bad. You already lost a gallbladder, Scoot. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> No. It's definitely Um, not the soda. If I don't get chips in the house, you don't get soda. Uh, Chips sound really good, too. If we ever decide to throw away our physical health, and we can do that, but we're not there yet. We're going to be so happy when that happens. I won't be. Seeing me. (laughs) I'm like, yay, it's so good. And I'm just crying while I'm eating it. Yeah. (laughs) Crunch, crunch, crunch. (laughs) I wish that was a lie. It's not. It's not. That's me when I drink soda, though. I'm like, mm, it's so good. I know. I'm like, babe, my tummy hurts. Oh, my gosh. You're so miserable. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> when I first started saying, I think that's a soda, you were like, no, it couldn't no, be. No, it's definitely not the soda. It, it only hurts right after I'm done drinking it. It's not the soda, babe. No. I, it doesn't hurt when I drink it. It's just random pains, yeah. obviously. It just happens every time I drink soda. It has nothing to do with it. Unrelated something just sounds like you don't want me to drink soda i don't think it has anything to do with it why are you trying to control me (laughs) uh so the next year so that was the whole story 1990 we get the deal of the century big day the listener might know do you know what happens in 1991 nope it's big old year it is the fall of the Soviet Union. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. In terms of this story, it basically, you know how you go to an office one day and there's people working in there? And then you go back to the office the next day to talk to someone because you forgot and it's just empty and there's no furniture and no people and no signs. It's just cleared out. Yeah. yeah. It's just this whole 40 years worth of planning is just gone. Wow. Right after the deal of the century. Deal of the century. And that's, that was how Pepsi got to where they are today, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, they put a lot into it just a to lot. have it fall through. Fell through. So the new Republic leaders of the USSR. Now it's the USSR? Yes. Is it the USSR today? No. It's Russia today. Wow, it changes a lot. Yeah, recent history especially. Um, I think it's trying to go... Well, who knows what it's trying to do, but... Uh, the new leaders, they aren't friends with Kendall. Oh, they don't like this guy. They're just like, no, we don't want to deal with you. You've been dealing with our bosses, and I have to make a stand because I'm now in charge. Yeah. And I got to shake things up. Nobody wants your weird, shady soda that we have to give you <laughs> random-ass stuff for, and nobody really wants it. So, no, we don't want you. Maybe they want it. Yeah, but they don't want to give away all their stuff because they got really cool stuff. We would yeah, pay like you, but we can't pay you. Can I take your old car? No? 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so, <laughs> in addition, remember the oil tankers that they were building? Right, yeah, they're getting into that. They are abandoned, because those are in Ukraine, a new country. The uh, bottling plant are now in Belarus, a different country. Yeah. And then uh, the mozzarella for their pizza huts were coming from Lithuania, another Which is country. another country, yeah. Um, all in all, Pepsi, if they want, they tried to like start remaking the deal they had just sealed, but they had yeah. to work with 15 different countries. Got to go through a lot of red tape to make that happen. Yeah, as opposed to just dealing with the Iron Curtain. Just, I don't know. What would you prefer? It sounds like the Iron Curtain was easier. But it took them 40 years. Yeah, but that's because of the money thing. Because they didn't have money. Yeah. Wouldn't, would you not rather deal with 15 countries that have money? I don't know. I'd rather not deal with it at all, <laughs> to be honest. I'd just go somewhere else. I, can I just drink the Pepsi? <laughs> yeah. Why are they giving it away? Uh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny, babe. You're that was so what, funny. I got you got the laugh. <laughs> I did laugh at it. <laughs> you did. So, <laughs> but yeah. You're so funny, babe. Uh-huh. This is how I talk. Anyways. <laughs> kidding. Mm, moving on. Moving on. Uh Pepsi tried a bunch of stuff in the nineties to market their soda to Russia now that it was a free for all. There's no more iron curtains, oh, yeah, so anyone yeah. can come Coke's in. back in! Hey, we're getting to that. <laughs> so they did, for the markets, they erected two massive billboards, like building-sized billboards, in wow. Pushkin Square, which is like that major square in Moscow that you always see pictures of. Right. So right over that statue of that guy, there were these two billboards. They were always there. And they were there until 2013. That's a down. long time. Yeah. They were like permanent twenty years Pepsi Pepsi billboards, and they also in the nineties launched a giant Pepsi can to the Mir space station for a commercial. Oh my gosh! <laughs> in my mind, it's a spaceship shaped like a Pepsi can. Yeah, they just like painted it. It's not. Yeah. An, I, I was like, I sure hope it didn't have soda in it. <laughs> Seems like a waste of resources, but... Well, I didn't know if it was, like, a spaceship or if it was, like, inside a spaceship. They had, like, an oversized can going up there to float around inside. In my mind, it's, like, a Pepsi can the size of a spaceship. And they, like, attached it to a spaceship and launching this thing out there. Yeah, for all we know, it's, like, an extra big can. That'd be a pretty cool commercial. I'm going to have to go find it. Maybe it's just a rocket ship that they painted to look like a Pepsi can. Yeah. And they're like, it's a Pepsi can. No, no, it's just paint. They're like, but it looked cool. Yeah. Not as good as that Coke pre-movie bubbling for you, though, huh? Well, it could be Pepsi, too. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just It's the sound and what it looks like. Yeah. It's the sound of the bubbles in the soda that gets me. If it was just a picture of soda, I don't think I'd matter. But it's like, and I'm like, oh, that looks so good. Like that first time you tried soda and it like hit you in the face. Yeah. So spicy. Oh my God. Why is it so spicy? <laughs> um, for our listeners, Scoot is the only person in the house who drinks soda. No, I don't drink soda Kiddos in the house. Included. I drink it outside the house. Kiddos included do not like soda. Oh, no, yeah. Everyone thinks I'm weird. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, it's terrible. They're all a bunch of water drinkers. <laughs> Water's the best. They drink so much water. 
Okay, I have one more one more factoid. Then we're okay. done with the story. Oh, really? That's it. I had a good time. Well, I'm not done yet. <laughs> All right, and that, today that concludes anyway, our story. So, in now the USSR. Oh my gosh, USSR. The now USSR. that Coke is allowed. Yeah. In and it was in this situation, Coke was the fancy new soda in town. Oh yeah. Like what is Coke? So usually Coke has a leg up because it's been there forever. Right. And everyone's trying to be like the new soda, and Coke just squishes them. Now, for some reason, Coke's Coke's the new soda in town. They are, and they crush Pepsi. Yeah, it takes them like a couple years to be widely considered the favorite. It really makes me wonder if Coke got the deal back in the what seventies, and then backed out because they didn't want it. No, 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 no. Because that would be crazy. That would be crazy. They were like, they could see this going, Pepsi, you do this. Hey, good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> no, like if Coke got the deal instead of Pepsi, if Coke would have had all this, all these issues that Pepsi ran into, or if they would have succeeded. Maybe they would have stopped the Cold War. Yeah. Back in the 60s. Come on, Coke. What did, but what they are you probably doing? just went, nah, I don't want to deal with this. Because mm-hmm. the profit margin was like almost nothing. Yeah, they're like, we'll just go Couldn't somewhere else. It, it makes sense. The, yeah. So, I don't know the uh, guy for Pepsi. He Kendall. was just Kendall. He was just really motivated. He, to sell he was it one there. of those that just got so excited. Everyone else got excited. That's how yeah. I see him. He he's didn't like, look at the numbers. How is this not what you want to do with your life? Everyone's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, this is what I'll be remembered for. It is though. And everyone's like, remember that idiot? <laughs> Bought a fleet from Russia. He sure did. Doing all that stuff with Russia just to lose to Coke as soon as the money was available. This is a great opportunity. Are you ready for your challenge? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. You want to retell the story in two minutes? Uh, sure, yeah. It's tradition. It's Kendall tries to sell Pepsi in the Iron Curtain, and he gets the president guy of Russia to drink some. So they go, okay, we have no money, but we can give you vodka and Navy boats. And he's like, all right. <laughs> 30 years later, they can't get Pepsi more than 20 miles outside the factory. Yeah. And so they decide to 30 put years it later. in cans and <laughs> bottles just for Russia to switch to Coke. Yeah. <laughs> First Russia fell. Well. <laughs> and became many smaller Russias. Yeah. So they chose Coke, yeah. They just chose Coke. And then they were like, it's not even good, fam. It's not even good. Yeah. <laughs> Why have we been dealing with Pepsi? It's not even good. <laughs> to be honest, okay. The re- Okay, now let's get into the real stuff that we want to talk about. Um, <laughs> do you like Pepsi more or Coke more? Dr. Pepper? So I guess Pepsi. But I feel like no, when I drank about- Dr. Pepper, it was its own product. We're okay, not, we're not talking about count? products that Pepsi makes mm-hmm. or products that cook. I'm talking about drinking Pepsi or drinking Coca-Cola. Which one would you prefer to drink? Well, Coca-Cola has a secret recipe okay. ordained by the government. Okay. That once contained Coke. Cocaine. And still uses the, the cocaine l- plant. Yeah. So it's Coke. So, which one are you going to drink? It's Coke. You pick Coke? Yeah, I just think it tastes better. 
but that's, that's what I am ascribing that to. Every once in a while, I get Coke, and I drink it, and I swear it's just got so much sugar in it. Like you know, I, I don't do, like it. I know you don't like it. That's why I wanted to hear what you'd say. I like soda, and I drink Coke. Like we drank it so much when we were in Germany because that's all they had. Coke was Coca Cola. And we drank it. I drank it because that's all we got. But I'm like, you say we, so, and I'm like, I don't. You drank it too, anyways. For Jack and Coke that you made me drink. Yeah, you didn't drink it that much. I drank it all the time. And then I was like, it's just so sugary. It's like eating a bag of jelly beans, and you just feel awful after. When I drink soda, I don't normally feel that much sugar in it. Pepsi, the- I think, is pretty good, but it's got a funky flavor. So I'm, I don't really subscribe to one or the other. You can't say that because I said that, and you said no, that doesn't count. Okay, well, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you which one I pick. Okay, but I'm like, I don't. Ha- it's not a strong favorite, right? But I think I pick Pepsi. I think I, I like Pepsi more than Coke. But obviously, like you, I would drink a different soda than those two. Yeah. But I think the only reason they're successful now is because they have all the other brands. <laughs> I don't know people who drink Coca Cola or Pepsi. I know a lot of people who drink Diet Coke. They went off the rails is, with that. It's addictive. They People love I guarantee that. it. I was drinking it as a kid just because it was always around. And then I literally had withdrawals as like an, a young teenager when I cut myself off of Diet Coke. Oh. I, I, and I was like, what is in that? And then I tried drinking it after I had withdrawals and it was disgusting. That's why I never got into it. Cause my dad used to get it. Like, we wouldn't notice that it's Diet Coke mm-hmm. and not just something else. And we'd be like, we'd drink it and go, oh, what is that? Because he can't, he can't smell, so he couldn't taste it. Yeah, but once you're in it, you're in it. That's it what I mean. Great. He, he, he loved it. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't, we could definitely taste the difference. And we're like, this is not it's good. Diet Coke, extra cocaine. Well, they should just make regular Coke, extra cocaine. And we'd probably like it more. <laughs> I'm sure they would if they could. They probably would. They probably do. <laughs> Legalize cocaine and Coca Cola. Hey, they have the mystery recipe. I'm just guessing out here. Yeah. No one can prove me wrong. <laughs> it's just vanilla cocaine leaves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, sugar water. And corn syrup. And corn syrup. Mostly yeah. corn syrup. That's specifically why I don't like soda. And then corn they carbonate it. The and they're like, it's a secret. No, I don't know how to make it. Dr. Pepper has 23 flavors, though. What? Dr. Pepper know. plants in Texas. Near where I grew up. Stars and stripes. No, don't do this to me. All right, good. I'm just going to leave you with that. <laughs> so what's, uh, do you have a moral of the story? Um, the moral of the story is pick Coke over Pepsi. I think if you're going to be bringing a if new you're Soviet soda, Russia, yeah, if you're Soviet <laughs> Russia, if you've you got wanna, your own Iron Curtain, you, you want to bring I mean. in a new fancy drink for all the young people because you're trying to get new votes. Uh-huh. Just bring in Coke. It's way easier to work with them than it is Pepsi. I don't know. No, I really don't know. That's a good one. I like that. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah, I do. Uh, my moral of the story is details can render cool facts both more boring yeah, and more complex. More complex. And perhaps more interesting. Sometimes we don't need to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those moments where if you're trying to have a cool conversation and someone butts in with that, well, actually. Actually. This is maybe 
maybe a moment where you can know the facts and hold on to them in your heart of hearts. But you don't need to butt into every party conversation that brings out that cool trivia. Just know in your heart of hearts that that person's an idiot and let it be at that. Yeah. So if anyone asks you who had the sixth largest naval fleet in 1989, you don't need to know the answer. Well, you can know who it is. No. No, it's the details. <laughs> no. You're changing the meaning. <laughs> mm. Sources, as I mentioned, a lot of New York Times uh, over the years, a little bit of Washington Post, a few other websites, but like I said, any sort of exploration into the other websites' articles led to a lot of questionable things. A lot of rabbit holes. So I included them, but... Uh, I don't know. Thank you to Teresa Sudan for our incredible music, as always. What, what? If you want to find out more about her, she's about to have a brand new song drop in this weekend. December 2nd. We can't say what it is, right? I don't know if she's put... I think she's put out the title. Has she? Well... Go look I'll tell up her you, stuff. It is incredible. We'll have her her link in the show notes as well. Above yeah. the sources, so it'll be easier to find. Yeah. And uh please check her out, support her if you like what she's doing. That really, really means a lot. And uh subscribe, rate, and review. Or not, you do you. Boo-boo. You do you. Do whatever you want. Yeah, d- live life that way. Drink soda. It's too short. No, don't drink soda. Lose Stop. your gallbladder. This isn't how we're working. This is not a low and drink, scoot drink soda now. We're here for a good time, not a long time. So, <laughs> And as always, um, if you have a ridiculous story for us to be shocked and appalled at in a glorious way, please leave a five-star review mm-hmm. and let us know what that is. Or any star, as usual. Um, eventually, I'll have some social media pages up for this podcast. But yeah. as of right now, it's just too much of a little baby to be online. It's just too much work. You gotta let them grow up a little before they face the beasts of the internet. <laughs> it's a cruel world out there. <laughs> Until it's ready. It's a cruel world. We'll get there, though. We'll get it's there. pretty nice not having uh, ways for people to contact us. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Don't have to worry about any of that. Oh, my God. Well, they could still leave reviews. Me and you just go, we're doing great. We're doing so good. <laughs> People are listening. No one's upset. For all we know, they're like, ah. I, I have yet to figure out how to get notified if someone leaves a review. Oh. Or even if I do. Do you know where to find them if they That's the leave thing. it? I can, like, I have a, like a personal account, right? So yeah. I can log in, but I'm not sure I'm... I'm seeing, I'm not sure if I'm getting notifications. This is kind of a mystery for me. This is a whole new world. So um, go ahead and leave us a review just so I can learn about this aspect of running a <laughs> podcast. How about that? Let's have a it's learning opportunity. To, yeah, it's pretty hard to figure out how the reviews work because we have none. <laughs> it could be that. Hey, or we're not <laughs> like, finding it. I'm like, maybe there's some reviews out there and I'm just looking in the wrong spot. Yeah, we have a bunch. We're so like, no, leave us a review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you feel really good about yourself when we're like, yeah, we didn't see him. Yeah. <laughs> Left him for him, you dummies. All right. Um, thanks so much for listening. That happened. <laughs>